Eve stopped drinking after her second glass of the house white, a watery Pinot Grigio, but Margot happily accepted Barry's offer of a third. What the heck, she said, I'm not teaching tomorrow. It was close to eleven, and Eve started thinking about the logistics of a graceful exit. It would have been simple, except that she felt responsible for getting Margot back to campus where she'd left her car. She was about to broach the subject when Margot turned to her with a wistful smile. This is nice, she said. It's just what I hoped it would be. What do you mean? Margot gestured vaguely, sculpting a roundish object with her hands. Just this, going out with a girlfriend and talking about stuff. She laughed sadly. I always thought I'd have more women friends after I transitioned. I mean, don't get me wrong, I have friends, but not too many of them are cis women. It's hard, Eve said. Everybody's so busy. Margot tapped a manicured fingernail on a damp cocktail napkin. I think I watched too much sex in the city and read too many novels about amazing female friendships, these women who talk about everything and help each other through the hard times. I never had friends like that when I was living as a guy. My ex-husband didn't have any friends like that either. Men just don't need that from each other. But you do, right? You have friends you can confide in, talk about your love life or whatever, share your secrets. A few, Eve said, though she hadn't done a great job of maintaining those friendships in recent months. She hadn't told Jane or Peggy or Liza about her porn problem, and she certainly hadn't mentioned her crush on Amanda. The only person she could imagine confiding in about her feelings for Amanda was Amanda herself, and that wasn't possible at the moment. They hadn't really talked since their fateful dinner at Enzo, even though they saw each other every day at work. When they did communicate, they were both a little guarded, very proper and professional, as if neither one wanted to venture into any gray areas or get anywhere near the other's personal boundaries. You know what the problem is, Margot said. I missed out on the bonding periods. I didn't grow up with a tight group of girls, didn't have any women roommates in college, didn't get to swap sex stories with co-workers at lunch. No mommy and me classes, no hanging out with a neighbor while our kids had a play date. The only woman I could ever talk to like that was my ex-wife, and she refuses to be my girlfriend. She wants me to be happy, but she doesn't want to go clothes shopping or hear about the cute guy I have a crush on. Can't really blame her, I guess. That's got to be complicated, Eve said. Margot nodded, but her mind was elsewhere. When I was a guy, I used to get so jealous when women went to the bathroom together. One of them would get up, and then her friend would get up too, sometimes two friends. It was like a conspiracy, and I'd be like, what's going on in there? What kind of secrets are they telling each other? Nothing too exciting, Eve said, though she'd actually had some interesting bathroom experiences over the years. Sophomore year of high school, Heather Falchuk pulled up her shirt and showed Eve her third nipple, a little pink island at the bottom of her ribcage. Her college friend Martina, a recovering bulimic, used to have Eve accompany her to the bathroom so she wouldn't be tempted to purge after a big meal. I know it's stupid, Margot said, running her hand over the lip of her wine glass. It's just one of those things I always wanted to do.